Welcome to That's Good Sports, I am Brandon. Part of the reason the Ravens are so good is because nobody can decipher what the hell they are saying, Perna. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Do not, let him know. Yeah, yeah, hey, trust. Trust. Big time, big tr Ooh, is that the loops? It's a little bit of that you heard. Smart move, Harbaugh. You know nobody can figure out your offense if nobody can understand your players. Woo-woo, big trust, if I had to guess without context is something that would be yelled on a construction site when the final truss is screwed into place. Fitting, as the Ravens are screwing everyone who opposes them into place this season. Today, I want to explore the Ravens' success, like my sexuality in college. Drunk and alone. Beyond Lamar Jackson, why are the Ravens so damn good right now? My guess, Matthew Judon adding beer to his Taco Bell body, incorrectly pairing Taco Bell with a Modelo instead of the Bud Light. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. The purple jacket suggests I'm on the Ravens bandwagon. Suggests I speak Raven. And yes, that's so Raven. I do want to begin by saying I admire Lamar Jackson's honesty. Everyone who questioned him coming out of college was wrong. But those of us who questioned his ability to throw in the NFL after last season were correct, as admitted by Lamar Jackson himself. Lamar Jackson told me that he couldn't throw a spiral last year. He said, I was throwing a lot of ducks. The feel of the ball was just different from college. The ball in college was a lot smaller. He said, I felt like I had to really just get used to throwing the NFL ball, and that's what he worked on all last season. Jackson admitted he had a problem last year, and he fixed it. It takes real cojones to admit you couldn't throw a spiral in the NFL as a quarterback, but it takes intelligence to see that and fix it, and then taunt all of us who said you were not bad for a running back. Now, just like the 49ers against the Packers, the Ravens put the absolute smackdown on the Rams in prime time. Hollywood Brown scored two touchdowns in Los Angeles. Big surprise. And former Saints Willie Sneed and Mark Ingram combined for four touchdowns. Big surprise. Baltimore has developed into an impressive football team, and there's nobody more fun to watch right now. Every week we watch Lamar play, it's like how on earth were 31 NFL GMs too fucking dumb to draft him before pick 32? He had a higher completion percentage in college than Josh Allen, 50 rushing touchdowns, over 3,500 yards passing in 2016 and 2017, and was the 2016 Heisman winner. It is absolutely baffling to me that we are surprised by how good Jackson is because he was fucking amazing in college. The only reason I didn't know that is because I don't watch college football. But NFL teams, with all of their resources, analytics, and scouts, should be embarrassed and ashamed for not being intelligent enough to have seen that. That would be like me hearing that Aaron Donald has been double teamed over 500 times and not making a reference to porn. He's the only player in the NFL who's been double teamed over 500 times since the start of last season. Which makes Aaron Donald second only to Angela White and understanding his job require he take on a double team on camera. And just like Angela, he doesn't always come on top. My point? I know, I could be an NFL GM. It's an easy ass job. 
where all you have to do is watch football from the luxury box and then not have the intelligence to draft guys like Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson with your first pick or be dumb enough to trade up to take Mitch Trubisky ahead of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. I can do all of that. I can do it well. The Ravens have a tremendous football organization. The foresight and parting gift from Ozzie Newsome to draft Lamar Jackson is unparalleled when you look at the 2018 QB draft class. Then, for the team to move on from Joe Flacco, which Lamar Jackson should thank John Elway for clearing that distraction out of the Ravens' kitchen and letting offensive coordinator Marty Morningwig go so Greg Roman could work his magic is just smart football on the ground level. Lamar Jackson will be compared to Michael Vick a million times before we die. I heard Mike Vick's name on Monday Night Football more than Jared Goff's. Vick and Jackson are both unique athletes, and they both oddly played for teams with bird mascots. I really hope that's the only animal similarity they share. But right now, Jackson should also be compared to Colin Kaepernick. That means a lot to me. Greg Roman got the absolute best out of Kaepernick, just like he's doing right now with Jackson. The style of football is similar, but with three big differences for Baltimore. Lamar is far more effective throwing than Vic or Kaepernick. The Ravens line is great, and their rush attack is elite. They are the only team you have to actually defend the run, the pass, and the quarterback's ability to run and pass on every single play. It's a three-pronged attack that will kill you like a fork or whatever else, the trident? A trident. The fact that Baltimore's offensive line ranks first in pass blocking and fourth in run blocking is why their offense looks like the 2018 Chiefs offense. Ingram has nine rushing touchdowns this season, that's fifth best in the league, and the Ravens are chasing a 200-200 record. That's averaging 200 passing yards and 200 rushing yards per game. Baltimore could be the first team to ever do that. That perfect balance which Monday Night Football called Nirvana. So they are on the path to become the first team in NFL history to reach those averages over a full season. Giving the fans a sense of Nirvana for sure. This makes me believe the Ravens offense is in bloom. And all apologies go to Jackson in the form of a heart-shaped box for calling him a running back. Jackson, come as you are because you're a different breed of QB, and Bill Polian was dumb, and you know you're right. You can feel the love buzz, so if you want to go ahead and rape me on a plane, I will no longer be a negative creep. And that's Nirvana. Now, Lamar Jackson is a fearless player. It doesn't matter what happens during a play. He does not get phased, and he is ready to turn it into a positive gain. That's his intangible that makes his athleticism so effective. He is actually a lot like Ryan Fitzpatrick in that way. Haha, <laughs> not a Michael Vick comparison. If Ryan Fitzpatrick had elite-level athletic skills instead of an elite-level ability to lumberjack a birthday cake, we'd be talking about him passing the torch on to Lamar. A play is never dead with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He just can't run or throw like Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar threw five touchdowns against the Rams. He's got nine TD passes in the last two weeks and hasn't thrown a pick since October 6th when he had three against the Steelers. He's only thrown interceptions in two games this season with just five total right now. 
He's in the company of guys like Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, and Drew Brees in terms of not turning the ball over through the air. The Ravens offense goes for it on every fourth down because picking up two yards with Lamar Jackson or Mark Ingram is like me picking up the TV remote to watch, oh, I don't know, Melrose Place. This is not Melrose Place. This is The Wire. This is Baltimore. This is physicality. That is the most bizarre TV comparison I have ever heard, but the Rams did look like Amanda Woodward and Allison Parker inviting Omar Stringer Bell McNulty and a young Michael B. Jordan into their home to be dominated in an Aaron Donald double team. Booger, you did forget to mention one Troy Hill. And the craziest part, I, I haven't even mentioned the Ravens' defense or special teams yet. They still have Justin Tucker, who could end his career as the best kicker to ever play, and they take him off the field because they know they can get touchdowns instead of settling for field goals. Football Outsiders ranks the Ravens' defense as 10th, and Pro Football Focus has them as 15th. Both are bullshit and are undervaluing the D, who allows 18.4 points per game, with which is fifth best in the NFL, and 13.4 points per game in the last six weeks, which is second best only to New England. Baltimore has 11 interceptions this season, which is tied fifth best with San Francisco, and nine forced fumbles and three defensive touchdowns, which leads the league thanks to Marcus Peters, who has a better chance of playing in back-to-back -back Super Bowls than Tom Brady right now. I think Peters is so good because he can turn love into hate faster than Papa John can turn talking about eating 40 pizzas in a month into a viral sensation. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Papa John looks sweatier than if he had just spent the last 10 minutes trying to catch Lamar Jackson in a game of smear the... Uh, uh, the, the game that we can't say the name to anymore. Now, I criticized the Ravens' defense early in the season because they lost guys like C.J. Mosley and Zadarius Smith in free agency, and it took a few games for them to find their rhythm for Earl Thomas to get back up to speed. But that back end right now with Marlon Humphrey, Jimmy Smith, Thomas Peters, and Chuck Clark is solid. And back-to-back -back weeks, Early in the season, Baltimore's defense gave up 33 to the Chiefs and 40 somehow to the Browns. Those games now look like outliers, and this team is rolling, not allowing more than 20 points since playing the Steelers October 6th. They're the only team to beat the Patriots this season, and will get the test of the year this weekend against who I think is the second best team in the NFL in the 49ers, which will be followed by a test against a very good Bills defense. Now, Niners-Ravens, they do look like the two best teams in the league which is kind of crazy. The last Ravens 49ers Super Bowl occurred because Jim Harbaugh had a unique talent at quarterback in Colin Kaepernick, who again had Greg Roman orchestrating the offense. What if Jim told John Harbaugh, yo, draft Lamar Jackson and do not look back. You can destroy defenses with a guy that talented. It will be the easiest coaching job of your life as you watch your offense score a league-high 35 points per game. Then you can get back to the Super Bowl and lose to my old team like you should have in 2013, brother. I shall help you get to the big stage and then give away all your secrets to Kyle Shanahan. The Harbaugh's are, are really competitive, but it's kind of crazy how the Ravens are like the 2012-13 Niners, and the Niners, a dominant defensive team, are like the Ravens of that season. 
The difference is San Francisco is scoring 30 points per game this season, second only to Baltimore, and is also producing the second most rushing yards next to Baltimore, and the second most rushing TDs, yes, second to Baltimore. Both of these teams are built to win in the postseason, and I cannot wait to watch their matchup Sunday. If Lamar Jackson can survive that 49ers pass rush, I don't think Baltimore can be stopped, especially if the 49ers and Ravens game comes down to a field goal. And that is why I am high as a kite on the Ravens right now. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Again, please subscribe here. I do football videos almost every day. This has got to be your number one source for football news. If you don't help me make that happen, I just might, well, I'll keep, I'll keep making videos. I mean, I've been doing it for a while now, regardless of being good or succeeding at it. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.